and we are live. Welcome to the Rome Show. Got Tony on. How you doing, bro? What up, Rome? How are you, man? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Finally got you on the podcast. <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah, it's been crazy, man. I, I appreciate the back and forth. It worked out well. Right. It's um, it's, part, it's like part of the lifestyle. Yeah, man. It's the creative lifestyle. And plus, you know, I, I just got um, a spoiler alert. I got a baby on the way. So thanks. So, I mean, last, uh, we try to do this, we had an impromptu, like, you know, OBGYN visit. So we had to go to the doctor and everything's, you know, fine. Everything's healthy, but it was like one of those things where it wasn't in the calendar and I forgot. And yeah, it's just, it's weird to implement these new things into your life, especially because as you know, being a, like an entrepreneur and a creator pocket is just, you always like, kind of like go, go, go and doing a bunch of side hustles. And I need to like relax because I got to these docs appointments are like important and there's so many moving parts and it's, it's weird to get used to, but it's fun. Yeah. So you got a lot going on. Um, podcast yeah. coach, entrepreneur, no. Um, how did it all get started? Oh man, shit. How much time we got? Um, so I, uh, I've been in, I was in corporate America for, you know, nine to five, the use, uh, pretty much my whole life. I mean, ever since I was uh, 16, 17, I got my first gig at a movie theater, uh, you know, being the popcorn guy, the guy behind there scooping your popcorn and being the register and shit. And then ever since then, you know, I moved uh, up the ladder, I got promoted, and then I ended up uh, being in the health industry. And I was a personal trainer for a while. And um, I really kind of got a taste for entrepreneur uh, leadership, that type of mentality, when I was a trainer, because, you know, uh, there was two gigs, right? Like you can work a salary job and, you know, you're a personal trainer and you're in sales and you're, if you ever go to like a big gym, like I worked at LA fitness, when you go to those big gyms, typically you get sold the membership. And then when you're working out, you might have a dude or uh, a dude at walking around the gym, ask you, Hey man, you need help spotting. And they worked out, they worked at the gym. Well, those dudes, they don't really want to help you. That's what I used to do. They used to walk up. They used to help you with a couple sets, give you some advice and be like, hey, by the way, I'm a trainer. Just come over, man. I'll give you a free session. You get them, you get them in with that free session at first and then bam, you get their credit card and you get them on a monthly payment to, to train. So that was like one gig, which I wasn't a fan of doing. I didn't like that because I hate when people talk to me when I work out. So I was like, you know, let me just do the shit on the side. You know, let me just tell people, hey, man, if you want to train, I'll come to your gym. Or if you want to come here, we could do that. We could do it at home. Like I got a gym at home. Uh, here's my business card. Let's, you know, let's do it. And then I was like, you know, that side hustle, like that one-on-one -on -one interaction and like going out and getting business with, you know, local entrepreneurs and local businesses in the area and just handing on my card and getting to know people and building a community. I was like, I like this shit. So I did that for a few years. That was cool. But unfortunately, doesn't pay the bills. You know, it's a, it was a lot of work at that age and I was trying to go to college too. So then I got a job at Corporate World with Coca-Cola and then uh, eventually with Monster Energy. And I was there for over a decade in the marketing department. And again, a lot of fun, a lot of experience working with big names and athletes and contracts and events and Monster Girls. You know, that was fun. Um, you know, but uh, unfortunately, long story short, the corporate world wasn't for me because they didn't like that I had my own podcast and oh, really yeah and uh, I got slapped on the hand a couple times and they said hey listen man you know it's we love you it's you know I got promoted numerous times I I was uh I was high end on on the uh, marketing department and they said but can't really do the podcast so wow. you gotta 
you can't really um, have sponsors, you know, because the sponsors I had like Athletic Greens and some other sponsors and stuff, they're a beverage. They're not a competitor, but because they're a beverage, they felt that I should only be promoting Monster Energy and no other beverage. And I'm like, we're going to have a problem here. So that's when I was like, all right, I need to do my own thing because I've wanted to do my own thing. I've had the podcast at this point for three years. And I'm like, as you know, right, like having the podcast and meeting people, it's like one of the best things that I've done in my life, even though it doesn't pay the bills by any means. But when you when you forget about things like that and you focus on like your passion and what you really love to do, uh, and then you couple that with I had a really bad health scare last year um, where I had a tumor in my lung. Uh, thank God it wasn't cancerous, but I had to get surgery and you know, now I have a third of my lung, my right lung removed. Um, you know, that shit will wake you up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you've dealt with any type of uh, health scare or family scare or anything like that, but it's, that shit will fucking, it'll mess with you. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm like, if I can, if I got to take a, a pay cut, you know, I was making over a hundred grand at, at these companies. If I get, if I'm making 50 grand, I just gotta, I gotta eat out less. Right. I gotta, I gotta get a different car. I can't go out partying as much. Like if I got to downsize and make half the amount of money, but not work for a corporation that's telling me I have a glass ceiling and there's limitations, I'd rather do that. I'd rather make 50K a year, go out less, party less, but be happy and content and excited about what I'm doing. So here we are a year later and yeah, I made, I made the right decision. I'm stoked. Right. So Yeah. Um, that's a lot. I mean, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's a lot. I just gave you fucking two decades of, <laughs> <laughs> but that's it man that's how it started so. yeah um yeah i had um experienced like a serious bad car accident and um i was mm. right on my way to like get getting like that big radio job i was right oh. there and then like the day i was supposed to go mm -hmm. i got into a um car accident that morning so i was like it was cool. whoa on the way there yeah whoa so it was like yeah. okay how long ago was that this was about, I want to say about five years ago. That's oh, how I wow. got podcasting too. No way. Yeah. So that woke you up, no? Yeah. Man, I, I didn't break nothing, but like when I sure. woke up the next morning, I was, I couldn't even move. Yeah. I was like, super sore. I had to uh, do therapy for like six months. Mm. Within that six months, I'm like, damn, what am I about to do? For real. Yeah. No, good for you, man. And I'm assuming you made the right decision, right? You're happier with the decision you made? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, kind of, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those things, man, where it's like, you know, it's just, uh, and now that I have a kid on the way, it, it's hard to take because we're, we're told for so many years, right? Like more years we're told that we should do this one thing. Mm -hmm. And when you don't do that one thing, it's scary because it's not what you've been told for 20 years. Right. But when you finally do it and then you realize that you don't need a lot um, and you cut out all the noise, it's easier. You know, it's it, if you're one of those people that is really difficult um, to not get the new iPhone every year and you, to not have the BMW and, you know, you want the big house, and you want, then, you know, you need to go work your ass off and, and have a job that pays a quarter million dollars a year. But everyone's bitching and complaining about inflation and gas prices and all that. None of that matters if you don't have all the bullshit that you're spending money on. 
You know, if if you have 10 streaming services on TV, but you only watch Netflix, you have a problem. Like you, it's, it's not America that's costing a lot of money. It's you, you spend too much money on dumb shit. And when you forget about that stuff, you don't need a lot. Like when you break it down, the average American, I think there's 8 billion people on the planet. But if you just break down the U.S. as a whole, the average person makes 32 grand a year. So does that mean you should be making 30? No, of course not. It's hard to, but you can live off 32 grand a year. You can, you just won't have the new iPhone. You won't have a brand new car. You, you know what I mean? Like you can't go out drinking every night with your friends, but <laughs> dude, you're going to be a lot happier. You know what I mean? And we only get so much time on this planet. It's like, we can't always think about money. You know, it's, it's just hard though to get that out of your head. Right. Right. Yeah. Super, super. You got a good story, bro. Um, so working for like marketing for like a corporate, like monster stuff like that. I'm pretty sure you learned some stuff, correct? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, prior to working a monster that I didn't leave out just cause I don't want to, you know, tell you too much of my stories and we don't have time for that. Maybe another time. But I mean, I owned my own marketing firm before I, uh, went into corporate and I ended up partnering up with the buddy and, and sold it to make, um, make some good money. But I was in my twenties, you know what I mean? So I didn't really know what I was doing too much. Uh, but it was, it was fun and I learned a lot. And then I kind of took that experience into, into monster energy. And yeah, you definitely learned a ton, um, not just on the marketing side, but for everything. I mean, this was the perfect time because social media, of course, was ramping up when I was there. Uh, TikTok hasn't even started yet. So Instagram and YouTube and all that stuff was important. So I learned a lot about content and it actually elevated my, elevated my podcast a lot more in terms of like how I wanted to create content and I appreciated content more and, uh, you know, vertical clips and like all that type of stuff. And of course, marketing as a whole, right? Like how to get out to the masses, whether that's mass advertising or billboards or radio or commercial. I was just immersed in, in everything. Um, and it's helped me launch my own company. So now not only do I have my content business, but my wife and I own our own business where it's a, um, a date night subscription service. So, uh, like you got a girl, wife, spouse, or even husband. I got a wife. Congrats. I think. Thank you. <laughs> but we, uh, so if you don't know what to do with date night, we have an entire business dedicated to, um, creating themed date night boxes. So you get a new theme date night every month. Um, so we created that during the pandemic and, uh, you know, that's going really, really well. But a lot of the tools I, I use for that business, I learned from my previous work in the corporate world. So I don't want to bash corporate because there's so many great benefits to working for a corporate job. Um, but, you know, I think when it, it seems like from my page and, and the little amount I've talked to you, it seems like you're very entrepreneur. You have that kind of leadership mentality. Yeah. You can't really express it so much at a corporate job. M most companies, you know. Like uh, if you worked at Meta or Google, uh, one of those big, massive tech companies, you'll get laid off if you even try to reach out to Zuckerberg and pitch an idea. But it might be the best idea they've ever seen. But because you're not in that pay grade, they're not going to listen to you. So that kind of was the challenge to me because I'm just not fit for that world. I might eventually work for a, corporate, a corporation again. But I mean, as of now, I'm super happy because if I want to try something out, I could try it. You know, if I want to, experiment a little bit and take risks and you know i could do that without repercussions so that's fire bro so you and your wife got a 
got your own online like dating app for people. Yeah, yeah, not necessarily a dating app, um, but it's mainly for spouses already. So you know, oh. if you're if right, so if you're like you and the wife, if you don't know what date night to do, I'll give you an example. One of our products, I got one here actually. Um, so this is called the Meet Cute Deck. So it's literally a deck of cards that yeah. if you don't know what to do for date night, you just put this like maybe in the living room or something. And then let's let's pick a date. Maybe you and the wife could do this. Here you go. You ready? So randomly, just pick a date. What's this say? <laughs> so this is called a uh, TikTok. Okay. Okay. So the date night is it's a, called a time capsule challenge. So grab a mason jar or a box that's big enough to hold two to four items. Each of you select up to two items each that are important to each of you. Seal it up in a container and then set an alarm for 365 days. Open it next year for a time for a time capsule challenge and then share your thoughts with each other. So it's something a little bit unique. It doesn't take a you know a long time. Like this one only takes 15 to 30 minutes, but I have ones that are up to a day, um, sometimes a whole weekend, like a weekend getaways in here. So these little date nights, you get 50 date nights in this deck of cards. And that's just kind of something we just launched. We have other products as well. But um, it's that type of stuff that we've done for years. We've done this type of shit for years, not making our own products. But we've done these date nights and stuff like that. And we're like, you know, we should just make a business about this. Because this was during the pandemic when things were kind of funky. And you couldn't go out to dinner. Right? Because like places were closed. Yeah. So like, what can we do at home that's like fun, unique, and different? And we ended up coming up with this whole business idea, and it just continues to grow. And we innovate and come up with ideas to to make date nights exciting for married couples and 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 girlfriends, boyfriends. So it's it's fun, dude. It's a good, it's a good time for it's sure. Real it's real fire. Thanks, man. And we're only a year old, so hopefully we'll you know continue to grow this business. Um, we just hit our one year anniversary, so we'll see where it goes, man. Hope it blows up, man. Thank you, man. I Getting appreciate all the targets, all the WalMarts. Dude, that's the goal, man, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna get it on Amazon and Etsy first, and then you know, hopefully, we can blow it up. Maybe go on Shark Tank in a couple of years. Who knows? Hopefully, yeah, buddy. Well, um, <laughs> got an amazing story, man. Um, how's the podcasting going? Podcast manager life. It's good, man. Thanks. Yeah, it's um, you know, I I just started ramping this up, like I said, about a year. Uh, ago. And uh, I've had my podcast for almost three years. I'm at like episode 200 and some change, I think. And it's great, man. Podcasting is probably, you know, as you know, just talking with people, like even talking to yourself and getting to know you a little bit, like some of the, some of the best friendships that I've had over the years are people that I've never even met in person. It's only like virtual uh, with this. So I've, I, I did some studio podcasts and I did that before the pandemic. And then when the pandemic hit, of course, everything went virtual. So I do like my podcast, like you're doing yours. I do it all virtually now, which kind of sucks, but it's kind of cool because it just helps us out. Like, you know, I'm I'm in Florida, so it's not like we can meet up tonight anyway and do a podcast face-to-face. -face. So sure. it's cool that we can do this. Um, but I enjoy the the face-to-face -face studio style uh, podcast, which I'd love to know more about the broadcasting stuff you do. But um, it's great, man, just because I love meeting people and I love talking about the topics that we talk about on my show, which is it's uh, how you can be financially, physically, and mentally uh, healthy. You know, that's kind of the three pillars, finance, physical, and mental health. And these are uh, obviously topics that I've been passionate about for a long time, but I bring in guests from various uh, 
experts, excuse me, in, in various fields. And we talk about that stuff. And it's cool to, to get messages and DMs from people that are like, hey, man, I heard episode like 150 and you talked about, you know, how to uh, sleep better. And like, and it's just when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, dude, that's even though it doesn't pay the bills, like I can't do it full time. But that's cool shit. When people love the podcast and they love the episode and um, and that passion kind of motivated me to create my own content business, which I talked about. And that's where I'm a podcast coach where I'll teach podcasts, not just to grow and how they can grow through SEO and through website building and, um, you know, video content. Cause that's obviously the key, right? Like with TikTok in particular, all this yeah. vertical content, a lot of podcasters don't know how to, you know, reallocate time and cut up those videos into vertical content and more importantly, make it high quality and good enough to where people are going to want to watch it, you know, cause right. there's a lot of like AI shit out there that you can plug in your website and it creates these video clips, but like a lot of AI stuff right now, it's just, there's no personal touch to it. You know, it doesn't know what your audience wants to see. So I work with the creators and the podcasters to really make sure that we can create video clips that are authentic to their brand and their channel. And then we post it on all their, all their platforms. Um, so I'm really enjoying that. It's, it's pretty new. Of course, I got a lot going on, so I wish I could spend more time on it, but that's the goal kind of with all these side hustles and businesses to where I want to make sure they're sufficient and we can get some good capital going. So that way I can reallocate some funds into more podcasting, get a nice studio and, um, you know, partner up with somebody that's local that kind of shares my same enthusiasm, uh, for the meeting. Cause I don't think podcasting is going anywhere. Right. Like, yeah, I, I don't think it's going anywhere. So I'm like, I'm going to go all in on this thing. Cause it's got potential for sure. Absolutely. Sure. It does. Yeah. I like, feel like, um, go ahead. I was going to say, because for you, are you primarily podcasting or are you also doing broadcasting as well? Yeah, I do both. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're obviously seeing the switch, right? Like a lot of channels are converting to podcasts. Yeah. Right. So there, there's a there's a reason. <laughs> right. I've seen um, probably about more freedom. Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. set your time, set your schedules. It's all on you. That's right. Yeah. And you know, not only that, but it, it's, it's all on you as the host, but it's all on you as the listener too. Yep. Right. Like that's the key is no one really cares too much about live broadcast anymore. Um, you know, they don't want to tune into 96, five, the rock. Like, no one really cares about that. It's like, I, if I I'm on the way to work and I can listen to a station, cool. If I can't, no worries. So that's why these apps like iHeartMedia and um, Spotify, they're blowing up so much because it gives you the freedom to listen to, those radio stations, those broadcast stations that you always love, but on your own time and it's not live. So if you like miss a song, like I remember back in, like, how old are you? 30. Okay. So I'm 37. So like back in the day, you know, you would have to do like these little contests and listen in at a certain time. And they still do that, of course. Right. But it's like, now I look and in, in my thirties, when am I ever going to be on the road able to do that type of stuff? Like, when am I ever going to pull over and just listen to a song because it came on at a certain time. Like I, I don't have the craving for music that I used to anymore. I don't think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people crave more authentic, real like podcast content, or if it's a song, it's a song they want to listen to. You know, I don't think people are in the mode anymore of turning on a station and just hoping that it's a, a song or a station that they like anymore. You know, we have all everything we want at our fingertips. 
So that's, I think, why radio is dying so much. Um, and I don't mean radio as in like broadcasting as a whole, because I think that's going to be around for a while. But you look at like music where it's at now. Yeah. You know, it's you listen to music that you want to listen to. You don't want to just be surprised on the radio, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So as far as your um your content business, how um how's that? How'd you get it started? It's good, man. I mean, it's the same thing that uh, you know, when I left Monster, uh, I decided that I wanted to do uh, you know, the podcasting space. So when I hopped into being a podcast coach and uh I started getting a lot of brand deals from like different brands that just liked how my content looked and how my audio was. So I started doing voiceover work and um what what's called UGC, which I don't know if you're familiar with that space. It sounds familiar, UGC. Yes. So it's user generated content. It's like essentially when you look at like unboxing videos on TikTok, mm-hmm. that's what they call UGC. Except there's a lot of different mediums and themes to it. There's unboxing videos, there's ASMR videos, there's how-to tutorials, reviews, testimonials. So there's all these different facets of the business. So uh, for the past year, I've really worked hard to study the, all those and get really, really good at them, work with a lot of brands uh, for free or at low cost to where now I have a really nice portfolio and I'm able to charge premium prices and premium rates to these big brands. So I've worked with brands like uh, Rise Mushroom Coffee, Four Sigmatic, uh, Athletic Greens, um, just a ton of other great brands and and some big Fortune 500 companies. So that's been really rewarding. And um, I think I'm going to continue to do that because again, like we talked about with podcasting, the content space is not going anywhere. And I think brands are starting to understand that they don't want to do billboards anymore. They don't want to do TV commercials. They'd rather just pay a, a Joe Schmo like you or me to create a little 30 second clip and they'll put that on social media as a paid ad. And they're going to, you know, gain more business that way than they are a TV commercial. Uh, and it costs a fraction of the, of the price. So that's going really well. That's the bulk of my business is creating videos for brands. Um, so it's fun, man. It's very rewarding. And again, just a lot of contacts. You know, that's the key is just making connections throughout the years, right? As you know, it's it's all about talking to people, building a community, and then getting to know people. And then down the road, you know, collaborating with those creators and brands and eventually helping each other grow. You know, that's the key. There's plenty of money out there for everybody. So the more hands I could touch, you know, I'm excited. Right, man. Doing a lot of good things, man. I love it. Um, Thank you. I like to ask all my guests a motivational question. Ooh. Right. So what's a few things that you do? You wake up, not really feeling it. You know, I know you work out, but like, what's a few other things you do to make yourself feel like back on, like ready to crush today? Yeah. Like first thing in the morning? Yeah. Um, I do a lot of uh, affirmations. So uh, I'm a big believer in self-talk. If you're familiar with self-talk. Um, yeah. So a lot of people, uh, you know, whether you're, you know, uh, religious or not. Um, I think there's a lot of pros and cons with, with religion. Uh, the biggest pro I would say is, is having faith, right? Faith is a, faith is a word, not necessarily a religious word, but to have faith. And I realized it's, it's good to have faith in higher power. Sure. Me, I found just with my life personally, it's better to have faith with yourself and the mind is so powerful. And it could talk, and again, this is all stemming from, I didn't used to do this, but when I had that lung surgery and I thought it was cancer and I wasn't going to live very long, I told myself, you know, every day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be grateful for what's going on in my life. 
and I'm going to wake up and talk myself out of it. Because every day you're going to wake up, you're not going to want to do anything. <laughs> Why? Well, because sleeping in bed and watching TV is way better than working. It just is. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Joe Rogan or Jocko Willick. Like, it's better to lay in bed. But you got to get yourself in a routine. Because once you're in that routine, then doing that routine is better than being in bed. Because you understand it. But it, it's hard for people to get in that routine. So what I found works best for me is just that self-talk. You know, talking myself out of the shitty thing that I'm going to do today and saying I can do it because not only am I better than I think I am, but the better that I get and the better I become and the stronger I am, the stronger my family is going to be, the stronger my community is going to be, right? The longer we're going to live a happier, healthier life. And then when you look around and you see your community or friends or your family, that's kind of what motivated me is because the less sh the less stuff I do, right, on a daily basis, the less they get. The more I do, the more they get. The more positive I am, the more positive they're going to be. Like, you're very contagious and you just got to talk yourself into it and you got to be positive. And it, it's through repetition, right? It's not going to be like this every day. But if you can get on a routine and do it for 30 days, you're going to see a huge difference in your life. So that's what I've been doing. And that's what I would say to anybody. Just get up and just talk to yourself. Don't look in the mirror. That's easy. I just sit in a room, close my eyes, and I just, I talk to myself. Straight positive talk. Now, when you, when you say you talk to yourself, is it like you have a conversation out loud with yourself or you just thinking? Conversation. I thought I was yeah. the only one that do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my man. Okay. Yeah, man, that's, that, that's it. Positive, uh, positive conversations to yourself. Because, you know, your, your body is and your mind is very, it's more powerful than we think. And, there's this affirmation I've been doing ever since I had that uh, surgery, and it's it's I've seen incredible results from it. Right. Yeah. I call them self meetings. I like that self meeting. That's better. I'm stealing that for sure. Self. That's better than self talk. I like it. <laughs> self meeting. Do you do it in the morning or do you do it at night when you do? It? Honestly, I do it every morning. I do it. I catch myself doing it at nighttime before I go to bed, or like if I'm just taking a ride when I get out of work. That's so awesome. It's like, okay, quick self-meeting real quick. That's awesome, man. Especially in silence, right? I would imagine there's silence, no music or anything. Yeah, any silence. It's, it's fascinating what your, your body can go through uh, in silence because it's terrifying at first. Right. Because you start thinking about like your to-do list and like all that shit, right? But when you just like whew, talk to yourself, silence, and then you just give yourself this pep talk or have these conversations it's cool, man. It's because uh, then your mind goes in these like weird positive places. Eventually, if you do it enough, and you get in this routine of like doing it, and then you know, I did. I have this affirmation where I I talk about money and how money's always finding me, and um, you know, uh, money's always seeking me, and uh, I don't need money. Money needs me. Like these type of conversations, and um, I don't have a lot of money. Like I make, I made more money in corporate, but what I found was the money is kind of getting me through what I need. And then it's just enough money to where I can enjoy my life, um, but not be stressed out about work, right? Like, because sometimes we always think if you make six figures or you make a half a million dollars, like you're going to have less stress. No, you'll actually have more stress. If you talk to people with money, like I, ha I know friends that are millionaires, they have more stress than I do. I don't need that. <laughs> Who needs that? Why? Uh, just so I could buy a Lambo? I don't need a Lambo. I'm fine. You know, like 
But having these like little like pep talks and self-talks and self-meetings, I like that. Uh, yeah, dude, it makes a big difference for sure. Yeah, that's a good advice, man. That's, that's big. Thanks, man. Yeah, you too, buddy. Oh, I'm taking that shit for sure. So, by the way, we're too late, but am I okay to curse on here? <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Even though it's over and I <laughs> threw out a bunch of bombs? All right, <laughs> cool. Yeah, bro. I really, really appreciate this. Maybe we could do another episode soon. Hell yeah, man. No, this was fun. Yeah, now that we're on a track, and this is always a good time for me too. So um I usually wrap up my day around four. So if you don't want to do something after 4 p.m., man, I'm all game, bro. You let me know. And you know, I'd love to have you on my show too. So let's do that. Let's do yeah, that. whenever you get some free time, man, I'll uh, I'll help you out, put you on there. All right. Um, I'll send you a DM, bro. Thanks again. My man. All right, Rome. Take it easy, brother. All right, Tony. Take care, bro. All right, man. Later. All right, peace.